You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Joe is with us in Orlando, Florida. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Uh, huge fan. Thanks for having me. How are you today? Better than I deserve. What's up in your world? So, uh, you know, my, my good news is, is that leading up into 2020, completed all the baby steps, uh, was really rolling, have up to uh, 75K in retirement funds as, as a 32-year-old. Um, in, in 2020, I, I got married, and then we both got master's degrees. So my, my big downer is that we actually now have 85K in student loan debt. And when I talk to the very you know successful people, they tell me, well, you should start paying that off, but also, no matter what, contribute to your 401K so you get the match. Um, but I have a feeling you're going to tell me that I should completely uh, stop contributing to that 401K to pay off the, the debt. Why do, you, why do you have that feeling? <laughs> well, I've, I've I've watched you I've watched you a, a few a few times, but I, I haven't had to revisit the, uh, the 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 Dave Ramsey scriptures since 2020. So I, I'm I'm calling to to maybe get a kick in the butt and uh, and and curious what you would say to those you know wealthy folks who took that strategy of still contributing to their 401k while paying off debt. Yeah. Uh, I would say that they are not as wealthy as maybe they're projecting themselves to be or that they're unusual. I'll answer that question first. When we studied the millionaires, 10,167 people who became millionaires, 90% of which became millionaires starting from nothing. They did not inherit money to make them millionaires, meaning they did this, uh, the, they, they built wealth. The vast majority of them, there were some that followed the plan you're talking about, but the vast majority of them uh you know, concentrated on getting rid of debt and then used the freed up income to build wealth with because your most powerful wealth building tool is your income. Um, now, can the way you're working it or you're talking about working it uh, work? Yes, it can. The reason that we've had more success than a lot of people in uh, helping people build wealth is not because of the mathematics of this discussion, but because of the behavior aspects of this discussion. And what we found is, um, and it kind of runs against my math nerd brain, but uh, what we found is the psychology of this whole thing is more important than the math is. You get the psychology right, the math ends up taking care of itself. Here's what I mean. Very few people can be consistent and intense on three things at once. That lack of focus, that lack of being dialed in on a singular goal uh, causes people to not accomplish the goal. So it's very difficult to, I'll use something you said, get your master's degree uh, while running 10 marathons in a year. <laughs> okay. You could, they're both, sure. they're both excellent goals. They're both, there's nothing wrong with both, but it requires a level of diligence and singularity of focus to complete Herculean tasks. And uh, when you screw around with them, you end up not doing the marathons or not doing the NBA or worse, not doing both because you try to do too many things at once and so much stuff on your plate. And uh, Earl Nightingale, the father of motivational speaking, grandfather of motivational speaking, used to say that uh, the difficulty of achieving the goal is not what keeps people from achieving the goal as often as 
the things that they try to do while they're trying to do the goal. And so all of that is my pitch for singularity of purpose, meaning, yeah, I'm stopping everything temporarily. What's your household income, by the way? About 160000 a year. Okay. So you're going to be debt-free in under two years. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if we really behaved ourselves, that well, would be Well, I mean, that, that, that's, that, I'm presupposing that with this whole discussion. Because if you don't behave <laughs> yourself, the other people's plan doesn't work either. Understood. Yeah, I mean, I was on a, a three-year uh, three-year plan, given some you know emergency fund expenses. But yeah, uh, you're spending. You know, you're still you're still going out to eat. You're still going on vacations. You're still screwing around. A little bit. Yeah. Well, well I, I mean, one hundred sixty thousand. You ought to be able to find forty of it in a year. That's two years. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It's pretty wimpy. Yeah. Well, I, I think it feels hard because you've already worked through the baby steps and you, you got that pride and that excitement in 2020 of having everything paid off. And now it's kind of like a drag to have to go back and go, oh, man, we got to do this again. And I love that you called in knowing what Dave's going to say. I mean, you you already know that you got to go back through this. You know that it's going to be hard. You, you're familiar with the work and the effort. Um, I think it's just really accepting deep down that that this journey is, you know, starting again, that you're back in baby step two. And with that, I would encourage you to go back through FPU or maybe even coordinate a class, you know, listening to the last debt free scream, you know, they really helped other people while they were helping themselves and that produces motivation. So I think the biggest challenge right now is like deep digging deep in your soul to figure out, you know, how are we going to get that? But but don't go lead a class if you're going to keep doing this other plan. Okay. That'd be hypocritical. We don't need, we don't need coordinators half butt doing stuff. Okay, so if you're going to half butt do it, don't don't do the class. That doesn't work. So, you know, here's the thing, Joe, you're going to do what you're going to do. You you know, you're obviously not dumb people. You make almost a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. You both have graduate degrees. You're not dumb people. You just got to decide what the fastest right way with the highest probability of success in the shortest period of time is. Our plan has taught 10 million people and made more millionaires than all your little friends uh, sipping their lattes, talking together, put together have. So you just got to decide who you're going to listen to. Uh, this is not this. I'm not a I'm not a college professor who never made payroll. This I'm, I'm not operating on tenure here. This is real people doing real stuff. Ten freaking million people have gone through Financial Peace University. There are tens of thousands more millionaires all over America just because they did exactly what we said to do. Now, you can decide you don't want to do that, and that doesn't mean you're dumb. The other way will work, but the question is, what is the fastest right way that has the highest probability of success, least probability of failure along the way? And it is getting rid of this debt in under two years, completely focusing, beans and rice, rice and beans. You fell off the wagon. You went $80,000 in debt. Look in the mirror and go, stupid, i got to fix this. And that's the fastest right way to address it. Now, you can screw around with all these other people's plans, and you know you can watch TikTok, and they've all got an opinion about money. But there's a reason they're on TikTok, okay? So think about it. Uh, you know, you got to look at this. you got to figure it out. And, and uh, But, I, I, you know, here's the thing. If I hire a personal trainer, he walks in, he's got an eight-pack, and i got a keg, i got to decide if I'm going to do his plan or my plan. <laughs> you know, you just got to decide which one I'm going to go with here. Yeah, and I love what you said about very few people can be uh, consistent and intense on three things at once. You can't. 
That is really powerful. I think a lot of people are seeing all this get rich quick stuff out in the market now and they think that they can do all these things and they're the one that's going to figure out the strategy of how to invest in all these cool fancy things and they're going to pay off their debt at the same time and then they wake up five years later and it did not work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's listen, that's why this whole idea of life balance is so stupid. It just doesn't work. You don't have a quality life if every single day is parsed out, balanced across the nine areas of your life, your spiritual walk, you know, your physical fitness, your marriage, your kids, your education, your intellect, your work life. You know, when you spread all those things out and try to do them all in one day, nothing gets done. You're you're training for a marathon. Your your Bible study may end up sitting to the side a little bit. Mm -hmm. You're trying to read through the Bible in a year. You may not end up hit, hitting the street every day and running five miles every day. And it's not you're gonna something gonna, something going to trade off, baby, in order for you to win at the other thing. And, and over the scope of your life, you need to touch all these areas. But in a given day, a given week, or even a given season, no, you're not supposed to have life balance. Well, and you'll get to those goals later. And yeah. you'll get to building wealth. You'll get yeah. to paying off your house. That's going to come in the baby steps. But be willing to make the sacrifices and do the hard now so that you can really win with those goals later. Live like no one else so later you can live and give like no one else. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but it yields a harvest of righteousness. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.